0: Welcome, Footlers, to Barrel Proof 242. I am your host, Glenn Grum. I'm joined by my usual partner in crime, at least as of lately, Blue City Sting, Mr. Matt Owens.
1: Hello, Matt here.
0: Matt, how's everything going?
1: Uh, Not too bad. Been busy, but, you know, chilling on the porch, smoking a cigar, talking soccer, pretending like I know what I'm talking about. It's a good evening.
0: How are you doing? I'm doing great. Pretending is the way to be, by the way. <laughs> we also have a have a voice we haven't heard in a, in a little while here. Uh, the godfather of the city dads, Mr. Ty Smith. Uh-oh, hey,
2: everyone. I'm here. Welcome. I've uh, been gone for a long time, but I'm back.
0: I'm sure we they've all missed you. I get several emails a day about how much they've missed you, so... It's it's hard to actually keep up with them. They they do. They request your appearance every every day. I have at least no emails that request your appearance back.
2: Well, it's a long-winding story about what what happened in the off-season, and then with the pandemic, and uh, lots of other things that I'm sure nobody wants to listen to. Um, What? Don't you have uh, you
0: have like a new baby too? Like you have uh, all kinds of responsibilities, right?
2: Yeah, it's been a it's been quite the journey um, since uh, we ended last season. You know, I was, um, you know, really had a great, uh, great time filling in. Um, once Barrel Proof had some, you know, some changeover, and the old guard kind of um, stepped out for for a bit, and and we kind of took over. Glenn and and Matt, of course, handsome,
1: <laughs> handsome
2: Matt, and um, it was. I thought we had a you know a great run of things. I, I was I was thinking you just said two forty two. I feel like my first episode was somewhere in the 210s, two, two oh, two I feel like no. you know, it was like two o six or I something think, like that. And um,
0: your first episode was two hundred, you know, wasn't that? it? What's that? I think you were on two hundred at the at Molly's there upstairs.
2: Yeah, it may have been that. May have been so. It was it was a while ago, and I thought we had a great run at it, and then. And then we kind of got interrupted with the offseason and going to two, every two weeks, of course, and I had some work try and stuff, you know, interrupt. And and then, of course, the pandemic hit, and, and um, we had such momentum, too. We had started the City Sunday Review Show with Robbie, and, you know, we were all guns blazing. We were going to have a great podcasting uh, season, I feel like, and then kind of lost momentum, you know, with everything. With everything that happened, and it's it's come back now, and I have I've had a baby, and he's a month old now, and back in a spot where we've um, where I'm trying to spend as much time on soccer as possible. So especially Louisville City soccer, with Every the, soccer. So with and, a one and, mo- month and, old,
0: you get to spend. I thought that that children were really time consuming. I, I don't have any. I have cats because that's the level oh, of we're, commitment we're I'm willing to give. Life. Point.
2: So I'm like ninja dad. You know, I just. It was like walk, you know, riding a bike. You everything comes back. Jay
3: Kirkman, who's our other guest, I believe, right? Yeah, of awesome experience in that. <laughs> yeah, and and I... uh, as you were saying that, I was I was just having flashbacks to <laughs> when I was, you know, holding my newborns, watching, you know, Celtic at seven in the morning or whatever. So yeah, if you know, once you get in the swing of it, you absolutely can do both. But of course, you know, it, it does take a little while getting used to. But if if you you know that's not your first, yeah, it's just like riding a bike. I just happen to have gotten on that bike five times. <laughs> well, in, yeah, case, yeah.
0: in case you don't recognize his voice, by the way, that is our president, Jay Kirkman, joining us for the first time. Of course, okay, via my, the... My, yeah,
3: my, my first ever hell, hell, barrel-proof, yeah. right. uh, barrel-proof appearance. Have you
0: never been uh, on barrel-proof?
3: I have never been on barrel-proof.
0: Really? I'm really? surprised by that, because all the stuff he did with... Uh, with Derby, the final judgment and things like that, I figured you would have been involved with this.
3: Well, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, you know, we did during the season both of the, both of the, the pods and some of the other pods that were were happening. You know, it was just it was so regular that, um, you know, do I really want to jump in twice a week? I mean, I you know, it's just I know we all had our, our and, we, and we had different focuses too. You know, well, I that's mean, that's a big drive. Yeah, and and plus, you know, people you know, people really tuned in to Jordan and I and talking about tactics and shirt pockets. And, you know, they, they got you know the national team perspective and, you know, tactical perspective from, you know, from Taylor. And so it was, I, you know, it's, that was just part. I loved having, you know, the both, you know, when we did, um, because it was really, it was a great part of the, the scene. I, I really have, have always been enamored of the culture that we've built here in Louisville. I know that a lot of people, and I say this as someone who's a transplant, by the way, I'm not even a conductor, but I know that, you know, when, when I, I, see the, the, you know, the crap that Louisville gets sometimes on, on, you know, from our, from our friends and opponents on to, on social media, you know, it's like we built something awesome and it was quirky and weird and fun and it's kept going. And I, I just, all the different aspects of, you know, the, the culture, you know, that's one of the, th- I'll, I'll get into it in a little bit because I don't want to do a stump speech right off the bat here. But, uh, you know, I mean, one of the three big things that I'm aiming for, my, what I call my three C's, uh, you know, is, is culture. You know, you, is being able to use this great big Coopers platform and all the great things that, that, you know, we've done, but also to elevate all the different voices and the whole scene all together. Because I think that what we have here is something magical, special, and found nowhere else in the country.
2: I would agree. I totally agree, and I want to go on record to say thanks for uh, stepping up to the plate, Jay, to uh, to to lead us. Um, and I'd be remiss if, if I didn't also uh, shout out, uh, give a shout out to Glenn for his all his hard work and uh, dedication over the years, and his presidency and everything that he's done. Um, you know, it, it, we really wouldn't. He's an integral part of, of where we're at now. And, Teachers
3: bright. bright. Here, well, here. Ty, let me, let me piggyback on something there, Ty. I, I, I'm going to need your help, I think. Um, okay. So there is a tendency. We see it in politics all the time, but if you also, even when you look at uh, volunteer organizations, there's always a tendency for presidents who are no longer presidents to kind of allow themselves to drift into the background a bit. And there's no way I want that to happen with Glenn, so I need to make sure that you know that we hit him from multiple fronts. I, I need, you know, I, I, I'm going to be stand, I'm that guy standing on the shoulders of giants here, so I want to make sure that this giant doesn't get away from us.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. We need we need Glenn down in the Capo pit, uh, no matter what. And uh, absolutely, that's one thing I wanted to talk about too, is how how that's going. I don't oh. think I've heard you guys really talk about. Uh, about the new stadium and the digs over there, what you guys are doing. I haven't got a chance to walk over from, uh, from my perch over there with the city dads.
0: I think it's amazing. The team did a really great job with it. I mean, even with the first match, starting with the TIFO system they put in for us, like, I mean... That thing's awesome. That's amazing that now we can raise the T... Instead of throwing them over the uh, the, the, the the second story of the uh, grandstands <laughs> there at Slugger, right? They actually raise them up. And think of all the creative things you can do with that, too. Like, all the other teams that do crazy things with their TIFOs. Like, we have so many possibilities of things, things we can do now. And then you get down to the, the concourse there with the Capo stand they built, which is amazing actually i mean we couldn't have asked for anything more than that it's it's sturdy it hasn't fallen apart in one match yet we don't have to take it apart and put it back together every game um and i think with where the drums are matt they did a great job with that too right wouldn't you say
1: absolutely i mean it's just the perfect place we get a great view we figured out to kind of shift all to the same side and now we can all hear each other uh the concrete the way that's shaped just really makes everything resonate so much louder
0: I think the snares oh, yeah, really I'm carry. Oh yeah, well they're up there on that on the that yeah. metal bleacher, and you can hear them everywhere. Well,
2: that's what you all sound like. great. I mean, it sounds great from where I'm at. I just can't imagine what's going to be like when that place is full. Oh yeah, and we're doing that with four or five
1: drums. I mean, once we got a, once we get back to up to our no, old numbers, it'll be just
0: thunderous. Then we'll need the other side, right? We won't have a choice.
1: I think you may be right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and shout out to the harpers too for the great work they did with that tifo they designed that's hanging there my new kentucky home with the hanging off the grandstands they did a really great job with that and it looks amazing wow, incredible it's like, just perfect it really good. Oh. and that the barrels actually looked really good they they do serve a purpose but they look really good holding it down like oh <laughs> great job
3: i was if, worried we wouldn't get a use for those but we did so that that makes me happy <laughs>
0: We can eventually so make them into the drums. Also a
3: too, when uh, you know people look at that. On, on, I saw a couple comments on social media where it's like, oh, I see that Louisville's having uh, Kinkos do the, you know, their TPO too. And it like, nope, it's, <laughs> it's just that damn good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that,
3: what that? about um,
2: what about my old Kentucky home? I'm uh, you know, it's it's obviously been absent from the first couple games. Um, I always envisioned it to be the walkout, you know, like it was back at Slugger. It was, and it was such a special moment, but I think, you know, I saw someone, I don't know if it was Tony Vanetti or some, some, uh, you know, local personality even like tweeted, like, is, is this going to be the end of my old Kentucky home because of the, cl- the climate we're in and its underpinnings and history? I don't think is, um, I haven't read it. I shouldn't speak about it, but it—it it, it seems like it's going to be something that might be, um, might be going to the wayside, and, and maybe rightfully so. You know, it's such a special thing for us Kentuckians. I feel like, especially going away to games, and I—I I don't see it coming back. And I know, you know, Jay, this is one thing that I remember. Uh, the ultras were upset about. I remember, second season we came in. And they had eliminated my old Kentucky home, at least in you know from the first game or two. And it was a big, uh, it was a big, that was a big thing, you know, to do that because it it was a special thing for us. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just amazing to see where where we've come and maybe where we're going, and you know, old traditions uh, maybe maybe put aside for new ones. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I I thought that you know Matt had a good proposal with the. A- final countdown i'm not sure if we'll be able to sell it Uh, but i'm likely just thinking about it and it looks like it looks like for now we're going to be
1: doing my old kentucky home on the kickoff which i think that's a good way to do it and you know once we're going
2: to support my old kentucky home yeah because obviously it doesn't sound like the it doesn't sound like it's going to be part of the um pageantry at least from the the pa perspective is that is that your understanding matt I don't know for sure. I haven't
1: been on any conversations with this. I mean, Mm -hmm. everything is a little different this year for any number of reasons. COVID, just the whole everything that's been going on socially. So maybe it's going to change. Maybe we're just going to see it go back to normal next year. Because I think this season you can't really draw any conclusions from, especially after two
2: games or three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate to, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's something that um, I don't want to get political on the soccer podcast, and I don't know if uh, the Thank history you. of it is is such that you know it, it, it warrants uh, significant debate. I know it was a very special thing, um, mm-hmm. I thought, and 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 it was, was one thing I envisioned seeing the first game. Uh, maybe you guys sing it from where you were at, and I didn't hear it um, during the walkout. Well uh, we yeah, uh, we did it at kickoff. Second game we did. Oh, kick off. Or,
0: okay. First game kickoff at St. Louis, and we did it second half against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay.
2: I guess we probably need to get on the same page on what we're going to do, so I can try to I can try to motivate the 126ers over there where I'm at. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll st- start sending you a message in Slack, so that way you know where we're headed.
2: There I know. Yeah. Y'all tell me the minute, and then um, you know it's one thing that we want to try to do this year. Certainly is coordinate sections i think just given the the, the noise we're going to be able to bring and um it was something that was really difficult to do at slugger we tried to do it i remember with um melissa at one point um kind of directed me on how we could maybe get some little call and response going back at slugger and that was a yeah that, that was not going to happen i don't know if it's possible if you guys have even thought about it with um the new setup but it'd be nice to to do some more coordination
0: the first match there was a little bit where they started singing on scouse's side and we had kind of like lulled mm-hmm. between songs and i caught a part of their cheer so i tried to follow along with it because you can definitely like when it quiets down a little bit you can hear the other side of the stadium really well now granted we're, we're not very full right now either right so it's yeah. it's, it's, it's uh no yeah i mean
1: obviously when there's fourteen thousand with... people making noise that's going to be a whole different environment
0: yeah for sure but the 4,000 of us, I think we're still doing a pretty decent job making some noise.
2: Oh, yeah, I think so, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, one visual change you may have noticed. Uh, the last game, we didn't bring out flags just because different people all handling the flag poles, and there's not a great way to sanitize them. We kind of, right before the game, made the call not to bring those out. I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to go forward with that in the future, at least this year or not, but... It's all playing it by year and adapting as we think of possible
3: issues. <laughs> well, you know, there's nothing wrong. We talk about it in football all the time about you know a team that has a rebuilding year. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're loading, you know, you're loading the guns, so to speak, for you know for the next season. So if there are things that we need to you know tinker with, dabble with, tweak, this is a great year to do that in a sense because in some ways, and I hate to be, I don't want to be, you know, a downer on it, but in some years, in some ways, the year's a bit of a wash, just at least in the sense that it's not the year anybody wanted. I mean, it, and it's horrible, right. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a, and so if we, this is, it, 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 I think it's incumbent upon us to maybe look for some of the opportunities that affords us and take advantage of that, you know, um, so yeah, I think that there's a lot of room to kind of see how things shake out and fit. It's not this, you know, it's not the kickoff to the stadium that any of us wanted, but it's the one we got. So you know, you you got you got to play the ball in front of you, not the one you want. Yep. And we still
1: got a badass stadium that we get to play that ball in. So you know what? <laughs> yeah.
0: It. So speaking of that badass stadium. Uh, that's
2: it, right. I mean, it opened. The, the, you know, we the the dream has has come to reality. As, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, we'll we'll have our We'll still have our opening day, and we'll have the the pomp and circumstance that 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 will happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it just uh, we just got to be patient, and everybody, um, I think understands it, and hopefully is uh, going to be ready for that when the time comes. And for now, we'll just uh, we'll be thankful that we're honorary owners and got tickets and <laughs> uh, wear our masks and and enjoy the sights and sounds, uh, which which may be uh, even better without uh, a bunch of <laughs> screaming fans around you you know to some extent it's uh, it's nice to hear the the sounds of the pitch uh you know where you're where we're where we're at because everybody's got a good seat and um, it's just a great opportunity to
3: watch world-class soccer no doubt
2: absolutely hey real hey,
3: we'll, uh, Real quick, I, just to jump back to my old Kentucky home for a second, I've just been kind of sidebarring here with with Evan of the front office. Uh, yeah, yeah, responsive as heck, which I, is amazing. Um, yeah. but I, I just pinged him real quick since it came up, and um, you know what I what I can say about it is you know there, as with a lot of things that that we've we've seen with the front office, you know it's often a lot of the, the technical aspect more than a you know they're not making a statement by not playing it. It's about the, the pregame timings for the new stadium and league rules. So, you know, again, that kind of reinforces the idea that if, if that's a tradition that we want to continue, and I think it's important to have that sensitivity to say, is it one that we should continue? I don't have the answer for that right now, you know, and that's, that's I don't think any of us do. Um, and it never no, hurts I, to ask I agree. I think that needs
2: to be worked out. I think,
3: it, you know, mm-hmm.
2: just because it, you know, it probably romanticizes a time period that's probably not, uh, not worth romanticizing to some extent. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not weighing in on that. But um, well,
3: it's, a, it's, it's a good question. Without reading you know, about it, you know, right? Without doing a little research, and you know, again, I talk yeah. about my three C's. You know, the second one of those for me is community. You know, I, I, I want to make sure that we have, uh, you know, that, that we're listening to the, the Louisville community overall. So I think that's a, it's a great question. It's a, you know, it's a, it's definitely worth asking. If it is, if it turns out that it, the, the song is is not something that's that's problematic, you know, that gives us the opportunity to bring it in on our own. You know, if, if the stadium, if the stadium and the front office uh, won't play it because of uh, you know league wide timing issues and whatnot, it's not a problem. It's not an impediment. You know, we, we can definitely sing with one voice. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. To be clear, at one point it was a problematic song, but in what I think is something we should celebrate. You know, we recognized it. We said, "Hey, this is wrong." We fixed it. We made it better. And you know, that's kind of that's the way to be. That's the way to act. So, you
2: got yeah, that I do like the Well, song. and for me, I mean, I'll just say personally that it was something that really just, as a as a lifelong Kentuckian, you know, it, it really just provoked pride in Kentucky as a state for me. Not not even knowing any of the history of it. You know, just that. Uh, that it, it, it was something that we always, you know, you hear at Derby and you hear at various at various things as a, as a point of state pride. And it was, I tell you, the spe- most special times I've had as as a supporter had been on away trips, you know, with Glenn and, and Matt or whoever and, and the small supporter session of the away crowd, singing that my old Kentucky home at kickoff, louder than... <laughs> you know, screaming our lungs out while the other while while the home
1: stand is is quiet in the first minute of the game, it was really really special. Um, Nor last year in the case of, of the indie game, the horde that was up there. <laughs> 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 that's right,
3: that's
2: right. But if we need, to, you know, that's what we need. We need the community, the the community to weigh in on it. And let's pick a. If we need to pick a new song, let's get a new song, but something that that we can carry with us that's unique to us as, as Kentuckians and as soccer fans and as, um, global city fans, I think it'd be really neat
3: to, to have something like that. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is final countdown has your vote. too. Sounds like I
0: got to vote for final countdown now too. So, Hey,
3: don't
1: we have a couple games coming up this
0: week? We do. And I think they're against the same opponent, right? They are. So we
1: in KC too, because you know, Swat Park Rangers just actually had character. Can we wait? Can we call them, had them the Wizards City, too? So we had to kill that. What's that?
0: Can we call them the Kansas City Wizards too? Or is that I not mean, nice? Yeah,
1: yes, we can. We
3: can call them anything we want to. Perfect. Kansas City Spitters, <laughs> spitting and throwing cups on people, and not the not the nicest group of folks. No, but you gotta have some villains in the league, mm-hmm. you know, especially now that the you know the the complete shit show up the pike See if, I don't know if we can swear on this but uh, sure can okay you know, okay. Uh, you know our, if our if our good friends up in Tennessee, uh, you know are no longer around to be the, the, the villain of the day we gotta make you know we gotta have a few mm-hmm. and it's not really hard to find them in this league
1: no true enough I think it would be us if we weren't like really good away guests who always bring people bourbon and just generally nice yeah <laughs> <them. laughs>
0: It has to be I'm so frustrating, proud of them, right? Our fan base, I really
1: do. It's just, it's fun to hang out with people and just get along with them.
0: Well, it's got to be frustrating. At some of those matches, we have uh-huh. more fans than they do, right? Like.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, that's that's been one of the best things I've enjoyed about you know being a, a local City supporter is going to these away you know away games. Not that I've gone to a lot. Um, it, you know, it's a little harder with the whole army. But um, the ones we've gone, just, you know, getting to know people and, and seeing what, you know, a little slice of their life for a night, it's, it's tremendous. Um, you know, I definitely like to, you know, again, you know, once things start to resume normalcy, um, you know, get some buses going and everything else that, you know, we can, we can take in those, those experiences. That's really important.
0: So from a statistical,
3: yeah, I've always,
2: I've always said it's the best. Uh, it, it, it's the best time. Away days um, are are really where your the soccer fandom really re- reaches a pinnacle, and it, it's such a tribal thing to be there with uh, with the people in purple. Mm-hmm. Are there away ga- Are away fans allowed in any games this season? I don't I believe so. so. I know we're not. You think Lucas? You think Lucas Arnold would let some people in? So it's so, such a vast uh, emptiness.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they only use like a tiny I, por- portion of the I don't emptiness. I my eyes
2: could handle that. I mean, <laughs> 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 I can't hardly watch it on TV, so I'm not. I'm not sure I could experience it.
0: They repainted the in coach person. logo. It looks really nice. Yeah, it's very vivid. <laughs> It's hard to see all the uh, lines play, in the pitch, they play too. We played
2: outside where we went last season. Uh, the, what school? That was a nice place. I don't I think remember they give more soil
1: for free and they can get more people in.
0: They, they played the,
1: I seem to remember.
0: the Open Cup match there, too, a few years back when Indy was still in uh, a league up. We played there. That was a great match. <laughs>
2: I mean, you had a good time. Not, I remember that one. We came back yeah. and won like at the last second. No,
0: that was the the year after. It wasn't. Yeah, the, that was the, the result. One,
1: we took the early lead and then we yeah. lost
0: two one. The result wasn't as good, but I got to know a lot of people on that trip because it was the first bus trip we took. Yep. And so it was a, a fun time. I think it
2: was the one where I think it was Nate Pollock who scored the winner. That was 15. late.
3: You know what I'm. You all remember that one? Yeah, 2015.
0: Yeah, that's the first season. Yeah.
3: yeah band the brass band then don't try mm. to drown out our chance i i love indy indy's been probably you know indy and st louis are the best away environments you know that i've experienced they're both tons of fun but yeah indy's indy's good folks um i was i was happier when they were a league up because then i didn't feel treasonous wearing my indy 11 jersey um, <laughs> 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 I've <feel laughs> you know in the closet now well, I, I still, I, I've got a loophole. Um, the one that I've got has the NASL logo on the sleeve. So it's now officially retro vintage as opposed to supporting the team of today. <laughs> hmm, I think that one may need further review, but all right. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, they're, they're just they're a bunch of great people. Um, you know, some of the best, some of the classiest fans um, in the league. You know, in, in those areas where we've had those really good long-standing relationships. Um, you don't have to go too far back to remember when our relationship with the St. Wooligans was not very good. Um, and for all, the, all that, it wasn't all that great between, you know, us and them as fans. It was apparently even far worse between the front offices. I mean, that was an actual real animosity with the whole, you know, did we actually call it Pizzagate back in the day? Because now that word's not, you know, that's a pretty loaded word now um you know with the, the whole yeah but um we did have the pizza that's right we did the pizza gate fundraising where they they absolutely kicked our asses on i hate to say it but it's true <laughs> when it came to charitable fundraising they crushed it um that was i mean that was we really got ours fun. back
1: we did finally get ours back last year remember those the lou we love the lou we don't scarves uh, <laughs> and they were gonna announce who won and all that, and then they got
3: real quiet. Yeah, there's a reason why they got real <laughs> quiet
2: about that. <laughs> That's
3: how it always goes: loud in victory, whimper in defeat. Yep. Yeah, I'm but looking. F- they got the lead
1: in
2: the Kings Cup. Oof. No big deal. We'll we'll deal with it. <laughs>
0: so, are Pretty you guys?
2: Yeah, we got four matches for this Kings Cup this year, so cool. we're, yeah. we're just we're, we just got one down right now. Um, I, I don't think we've ever lost the Kings Cup, so I, I'm feeling pretty yeah. good still. Yeah. Definitely not panicking on that. We've had some panic over our record, though. Although,
1: if we can stabilize these ne- these the next two games in just under a week, that's a good. This is a good team to be trying to break that losing streak against because. And there's it, not any easy teams in our in our in group E but this is the one we can most reasonably expect good results out of.
0: I think it'd be good for the well, team there's, to there's get
2: I really not. I'm, not, I'm I, this is not a pushover couple games by any stretch. I think yeah. Uh, this,
3: yeah.
2: Is, this is a team that's that's young and hungry and going to give us all all that we want that that we need to to get three points, I think. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too. In our, our history with Swoop Park. I think it was 2018 in the summer when Hack, when we hosted, you know, Hackworth's first season when we hosted Swoop Park at home, and they were last in the, they were the last place team in the conference, and we got beat. I think it was like four-one, if I recall. Mm-hmm. And then after that is when we rattled up. I think we rattled off our 10-game winning streak to to close out the season and the playoffs and take the championship. Uh, and then, of course, last year they came out and, and put three on us before we turned <laughs> it around in that crazy 8-3 game. Um, so it's not a team that we've, that, that we've dominated. And then, of course, back in um, – it was last year that we had that disaster there with the, with the keeper that played one game. <laughs> at, at Kansas City, you all remember that one. Yep. Yeah, that poor guy came in and played one game, and now now got a red card at the end. They scored on the last second, um, you know, free kick. After now got a red card.
0: Yeah, and that Arbita was tough.
2: There, it's it, it's a little bit of a history with this team that doesn't that's not giving me a lot of confidence unless we just come out and uh execute you know it's we we got to get mentally right because this uh you know this team's an underdog and they got everything to play for they got nothing to lose you know Mm -hmm. whereas we've got the pressure beating down on us after two losses at home in our new place and uh it's not going to be easy it's not going to be easy
0: so what do you think you do for as far as lineup goes you Keep the same lineup we had last week. Do you think they played a little bit better, or do you keep trying to tinker and switch it up to see who you put out there? Like, what's your feeling on that, Ty?
2: Well, I think uh, you know it was obviously an improvement against St. Louis, especially the first half. We came out and and really dictated the game and played the way we we wanted to play, and really should have came out with some some. Something to talk about at halftime. Um, so I think you got to recognize that, and of course Pat McMahon getting get the uh, man of the match, and justifiably so. I think I, I don't see well, how so. you move him out. Um, the the if we just start the defense, Gwen, I don't I don't know where else we you know if we just start there. Um, you I think it's still open the question right? on the on the center backs. I mean, it you know we've had two different pairings and. Um, Certainly, uh, you know, Oxford had a had a game to forget against uh, Pittsburgh. But you know, it, it was interesting because Hackworth even talked about his press conference that week about how Virgil Van Dyke for for Liverpool, you know, that same week made the exact same mistake. You know, gave away a goal uh, just kind of with a flub pass in the back. It, it happens, you know. So I don't I don't think we want to. um pigeonhole these guys on, on one mistake and I think it's still just an open, open fight for center back between Alexi, Sean, Tosh, uh, Jimmy, and Sharpie. Um, certainly there was some, some missed assignments on that St. Louis goal as well. So I, I, I really don't know where you go in, in the back. I think Sean's got the experience and um, just the wherewithal to, to really lead the back line. And then I think it's an open question on the other three. Of course, Oscar, we don't know his status, yeah. right? Um, You're supposed to be our source for that
0: information, Ty. What's that? You're
2: supposed
0: to be our source for that information.
3: <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't talk to anybody. <laughs>
0: You're
1: like an actual owner, not an honorary owner. Are
3: you exposing our mold? Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought uh, I I Matt Owens had the press pass. When, when Matt... Hey,
2: Sting, don't you have the press pass? Did you, did you... I do. That is the shortest post game interview I've seen. In Super, probably. <laughs> well, you that need was, to be like, on the, the training field this week. Total. you got the press pass. You can you can see who's got the pennies on. I think the pennies are the starters, you know.
1: I got a job. Yeah. There. Man, I can't do that. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know, I, but but it'll be in, it'll be very interesting to see what happens at left back, especially if Oscar's out. Um, you know, you got Akil Watts, you got uh, Jonathan Gomez, you got uh, I, I'm not sure who else you would put in there. Um, I think I, I think those are your options, right? Yep, those are
0: your options. Um, mm-hmm. So
2: and then really
1: the one I really don't have an idea on those keepers we got two outstanding keepers, and I don't know. I to agree. Pick.
0: Totally. Uh, this Hack just, like, flips a coin, right? Like, that's uh, what he does each yeah, week? Sure.
2: I don't Not know sure. what he's going to do. He's got the, the, the top-to-bottom of the lineup is solid. You know, whichever, whoever you choose, I don't think you can, um, you know. It, I saw both lineups first and second game, and I wasn't questioning really anything other than, um, I had expected Nile to be in the starting lineup at least the first game, just having been more more of a sentimental pick from my from my perspective. Um, but you know that, that's pure just uh, like I say, sentimental for for Niall, who's our who's our guy that's been here since the beginning.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I thought uh, he would be out there for sure to start as well.
2: One, some, one, of you guys want to take us through the midfield? Out of who do you got? I mean, I think, uh, I, I think the the pairing seemed to to do better against St. Louis than Pittsburgh with uh, Napo coming in for Paolo and um, Speedy. I, you know, he kept the fame with Speedy and Corbin there as the others, but Pittsburgh's a lot better team, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, see. Speedy.
1: I don't know how much translates between the two games. I don't see replacement Speedy. I mean, I think he's been excellent so far. He's, mm-hmm. So I think I, I would well, be most be, confident in yeah. penciling him in.
0: I um, mean, do you, what do you think you need against the against Kansas City, right? Do you need like a strong defender, like kind of like Paolo, or do you need somebody like Napo that's going to pester them and give them a, a just run all day and give them a hard hard way to go, right? Like. What do you need against that team?
1: Maybe you play those two, and you rest Bone the first game, and based on that, you adapt to the second game.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's. I would say that napo has got to start. He played really well, I thought, and so did Speedy. So you start them, and I mean, Bone, I think, had a couple of shots in the last match, so he's not playing terribly, but he's not a. Uh, He's not something that sticks out, right? Not so far, at least. He hasn't right. really contributed, so it doesn't stand out in my mind what he did last match. But. Yeah, I
2: thought Bones had a good couple, couple first games, you know. And of course, he—I think he got the start against Rod Kamana as well. He seems to have, um, you know, he seems to be getting the nod. He, he, I think he's got the experience. He's definitely got the skill. He had a really nice assist to Speedy on that very on that first goal that we got. Uh, a couple weeks back and I tell you though I, I do feel like we're missing Magnus mm-hmm. in that role um we you know especially against St. Louis you saw that we we have what 40 something crosses Glenn you all were in yeah. the game already um but it just you know we lack some some degree of creativity going forward and getting those short passes and opening up the Open up some space for for Cam or for somebody in the middle. It it, it was a lot of a lot of predictable. Uh, get it out wide, crosses uh, to clearances, and not really that play through the middle, that link up in the middle that Magnus always provides. Um, so that's one thing I noticed, and I think Corbin can do that. He, I think we got to get him more. We got to get him more involved in the right spaces to get him. Because if he's gonna you know if he's going to be in that role we need him to have more shots more touches on the ball up there some more creativity and more uh, I think just more uh, just more
1: <laughs> Wasn't do you maybe uh, do you maybe start Luke just to be that dominant presence occupying force and basically have him as a target and then he can pass it out to the wings if need be
2: I mean I wouldn't I certainly wouldn't fault hack for giving Luke a chance. To get out there and, and do it. Not to say that Cam didn't have a, you know, hasn't had a good start to the season. I mean, obviously he's, you know, he, he got the goal against North Carolina, and then he's come in and, um, he's. I thought he had a had a good game against St. Louis. Should have had should have had one. Hit the post twice, right? I mean, yeah. he, he's showing us those glimpses of Cam that we know. But I, I think he definitely got lost in the Pittsburgh game, and there are stretches of the game where we don't have him on the ball. And so I don't I know mean if he,
1: uh, if he comes in you know, fresh and ready to go in the second half, they could play very hell with the
2: entire team. Right, right. I mean, we've seen that before. I mean, we, that, that was you know we go back to the 2017 championship when he came in uh, in the 70th probably for Luke, I believe, and and obviously has the game winner that we that we all relive off <laughs> in our dreams uh, like weekly. <laughs> so.
0: Weekly? That's not often enough, buddy.
2: Luke Luke is is somebody that I have complete faith in. If he gets, if he gets the nod, yeah. And then, and then you go to the wings, and I think, I think we got to stick with OMB and Hoppenow. Abdu, or Abdu, I'd be, you know, obviously that's another choice there. Or
0: I think we've been playing right. those
2: Those are probably the three options for the wings.
0: It's been Hopeno, right, switching out for Jean or Jean for Hopeno, right, the past couple weeks? Right. So they've been switching right. off. I feel like in warm-ups at least, Ombi is, like, killing the shots. Like, he is shooting oh, yeah. the ball really, really well. And then we get into the match, he just doesn't get He doesn't get any space, I guess. He's just – it's not the same, right? Like, they, he just doesn't uh, – I feel like he's not getting the touch in the right area, right? Like, mm-hmm. it just – it looks so pretty when he's like well, kicking that, that ball.
2: It's that final touch where he—I think he's getting open—and it's that—it's that final touch whether it's a, a cross or a shot that
3: doesn't—that
2: um, doesn't materialize, and we're just—we've got to get—I feel like we've got to get some more creativity going forward, uh, where we're exploiting the defense and spaces a little bit better than. No, than what we saw against St. Louis, which ended up being a cross-fest,
0: right? Um, yeah. And it, it, isn't that why we kind of brought Cam back, right? Because last year we complained about that uh, a lot, right? About how there just wasn't that, the final creativity, there wasn't like the final pass, right? Like the final touch, right? We didn't have somebody that no, was like we, a...
2: we definitely had finishing struggles.
0: Yeah. No, there wasn't a For clinical sure. finisher. That's right. That's what we... And that's why you got Cam back, right? right. He's a clinical finisher.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right.
0: So there's, I don't so know. If,
2: these guys are, I mean, I, I feel like these guys, these guys are champions. They're winners. But, like, you know, I i, don't, I have no you know, no feeling that that we're in trouble whatsoever. You know, it's
3: been a it has been a rocky start. So the sky's the not, not falling stadium, yet? Certainly nothing that we would have expected. But <laughs> the these guys, guys are always really falling. Sure. <laughs> always falling. Stay hungry. Yep. <laughs>
1: And I mean, let's not forget that stat that uh, that Evan likes to bring out. We've uh, lost two in a row seven times, and on the following <laughs> games, we've gone five one and one. So, typically, at a, on a game like this, we usually come, uh, we usually step up and perform pretty well.
0: So, if you're yes, a betting goes, man, you're goes, betting goes, on, goes, on goes, us goes,
1: then. I didn't understand either one of you. You talked to. Me <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> I said, "If you're." Oh, sorry. As if you're a betting man, you're betting on us, right? Are we still talking over each other?
3: We are. You go ahead. This time it was intentional. Yeah. Here, you get the speaking stick.
0: Oh, man. I don't want that. <laughs> well, That's the too rule m- is if
3: you want to pass it, you got to hit the other person in the head with it. So you go
0: ahead. Make that choice. <laughs> oh. Oh. No. I was just saying I would bet on us to win the match. I mean, I feel like it's we're so close, right? And I'm I understand this is a competitive team. It's not just a pushover two team, whatever. But I feel like we we had that breakout coming and kind of celebrating the new stadium and I don't know. I have I have a good feeling about this. Like I feel like it's gonna be our upward trajectory, right? And I think typically we've had this. Usually it's middle of the season, right? Beginning to middle, where we kind of like... I don't know if it's not... We don't know who we are or what happens, but we, like, struggle a little bit. And then we put it all together and kick everyone's ass. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. So... It's like Rocky. I mean, it's summer. It's, it's like, seemly hot. So that's
3: that's yeah. kind of stifling people, too.
0: Anything think these guys I see, didn't... I, they didn't play for listen, three months. I just
3: feel like Rocky to me. You know, you, if, if we just walked in and dominated everything, how... I, I know that when, everyone wants to say that winning is not boring, and I'm not going to say that it is. I won't be that guy. But you know, when when you got a little pressure on the line, when those results start to be really important, you know, especially in a league that there's no promotion or relegation to add that extra spice to, then you know, I I'm going to say as a as a, you know, the, I'll take the grizzled veteran approach here and the real ultra pragmatic and say, you know. Some, some poor performance at a certain stretch, asterisk, so long as it doesn't stop us from getting our goals met, right? End parentheses. I don't mind it. I'd I like to have a little bit of, you know, it, it does that excitement. I'll never say that it should happen just to make it spicy. If I could choose and wave my magic wand, I'd say we crush them all 10 nothing and we just destroy the league year and year and year again. Um, that obviously doesn't happen. So if, if I'm going to go with what happens in the real world i know we're going to get a certain amount of losses so i don't mind saying if we get them early enough and it gives us that little sense of urgency we don't get we don't glide, we don't drift we don't get complacent toward the end when it really counts i'm okay with some losses not that i have a choice
0: yeah
3: and we've lost two games i mean it's not the end of the world it's not
1: yeah I, I totally agree yeah, yeah. we lost church for, is... for the fans and for the players you know <laughs> We lost to Pittsburgh, one of the best teams in the East. We lost to St. Louis, which is shaping up to be a good team. They're three and one now. They they torched Miami to start out the season. There's, I mean, they're legit. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: we've got two losses.
2: They're against good teams. We're we're, we're probably yeah, It's so it's so early. I, I agree. I think it's just you know, it, there's a lot of season left, and and this is typically when we have a little bit of a lull. Anyway, the
3: season's fast. You know, <laughs> so plenty to complain about and fill the podcast with ahead. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely don't have tableitis yet, which you know, that, uh, check with me a couple weeks to check my temperature. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, when I was doing, you know, when I was doing Final Judgment with Jordan, you know, the, the most, the, the most boring episodes where it's like. Okay, so we've won three on the trot and really don't have much to talk about. (laughs) This works, and this works, and that's a a 45-minute episode. You you drop three. You drop three in a row, that's the two-hour episode. That's (laughs) the one that everyone tunes
0: into. (laughs) (laughs) They had the best Jordan rants, though.
3: Yes, (laughs) except that, between Jordan's tactical rants and the tactics of the merchandise store, that's, that's gold. Gold. I hope they keep going with that. No doubt. So we got a decent-sized crew here.
1: Are we going to do score predictions for the first game? Because I think we got a podcast before the second game on Tuesday. So podcast on Tuesday, not game on
0: Tuesday. You want to do a, You want to a score prediction? I don't know. I always feel like that jinxes it, so I'm, I'm out of that one. I'm going to take a, a – I'll abstain. I feel like every time I predict a score, it's really bad the other direction, so – I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys predict the score. What do you got, Ty? I'm gonna
2: go with, I, I think we're going to win. I think Niall's going to get a goal. I think he's going to get get in and get his chance at the starting lineup. If I had to predict something, and I and, and I, like I say, I, I've been. If, if there's one change that I would make, I would put get Niall in there somewhere and give him a shot. Um, given our first two results, for sure. I mean, he's been in both games, I believe, but you know, on the uh, off the bench. But I think he gets the start, maybe, at, maybe at a wing, or maybe in that that ten spot, or or in the midfield. And I think he gets us a goal. So I'm going to go at least one nothing, little we'll City.
0: Nice. I'll take that. What do you got,
2: Matt? Then going to what? Going to what you were saying earlier? I mean.
1: Ombi has just been rifling some balls into that into the goal before before the match. Against the younger team, I think he finds a way. I think he gets loose, and I think he's good for one. I think
3: we're gonna win it two, 0
0: Nice. Jay?
3: Uh I, you know, if I thought about it, I'd say probably a 35 to 17. <laughs> oh it's shit. A... Sorry, wrong, wrong football, football. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> So is what I know. I'm gonna I'll split the difference. I'm gonna go with two one Louisville.
0: All right. I like it. So, Sweet. Did you guys get... Yeah,
3: need a shutout so bad, I feel like. I really
2: hope we can get a shutout. And we really lock it down on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. Yes. Yeah. None of this... I'm not that off to easy, easy stuff. We've, we've given away too many easy goals. Uh, just t- at the restart.
3: we, we I don't, really. I don't think we're going to... I don't think we're going to lock it down that tightly that quick. There might be a fluke or two, but that kind of thing is usually a little bit of a process. Do so I think we'll get there? Yes, but that's why I'm, I'm allowing the one. I'm only, still the win, allowing the one. Yep. <clears throat> Positive growth, incremental improvement.
1: That's how you win. <laughs> so, uh, so we're starting. We'll see, we'll see shortly. <laughs> one, uh, what? By the time people hear this, it will be tomorrow. So it
0: will we'll be tomorrow. tomorrow soon enough, or today for them. Yeah. So did everyone get their email <laughs> about purchasing tickets for the uh, for the NWSL team racing Louisville? Already done. Already done? See so you got your yep. your time was a little earlier than mine. We're at two o'clock tomorrow. Yep. Where are you sitting, Matt?
1: Uh, same spot as uh, I'm theoretically sitting uh, this year, which is behind the bench. Mm. So that'll be fun.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Ty? What you about get? you.
3: You you're still waiting, Jay? I don't know yet. I've still got some. We got some planning to do, just because we're such a large family. Um, We want to be able to support, you know, both sides. Um, I I mean, I am I am over the moon uh, about racing. Absolutely over the moon about racing. I I mean, I I still remember driving in to work in Louisville and seeing the first for the first time the billboard for Louisville City FC coming, you know, coming soon. And it's like pinch me, I'm dreaming, you know. Having, you know, my, I mean, my team, like a lot of people, you know, I already have a, you know, a, a club that I I follow. And they're in Glasgow, you know, and not Glasgow, Kentucky, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, so I mean, just having a women's team after, you know, my taking my daughters to the women's World Cup and and even my sons, uh, but my daughter's really keen on that especially. So I I'm I am we gonna be we will absolutely be season ticket holders for both sides. I just haven't jumped just yet because we got to figure out what it looks like. It, it was easier in the beginning. Ty, ah, you'll feel me on this one, too. It was easier in the beginning because, you know, at right now, we you know, we have five kids, uh, ages two, uh, four, six, six, and nine. So it used to be way in the beginning that, okay, so we have to pay for our son and the twins get in free. Okay, cool. Oh, great. Then it's like, Oh, shit. Okay, now the twins (laughs) have aged in, and, you know, I mean, that's, you know, now we have to add two more season books if we want to keep doing it. So we've we've had to kind of, you know, we've had to kind of uh, jump around. I I definitely want to at least have some season books on both sides, and then we just add in who goes. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes Jenny comes, and she's done this before. She'll bring, you know, one or two of the kids, and... Mm -hmm. Maybe buy a ticket. So we're going to be we're going to be fluid and flexible uh, as our family needs are. But I absolutely want to be there to support, you know, the the women's side every bit as strongly as this family has supported historically the men's side. So, spoiled for choice, or what I call, I like to call the curse of abundance. So, yep. very exciting. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We haven't seen Lucidity Maleficent yeah. in a little while now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lule, Maleficent has been retired, but you will see, oh. you know, you will, yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, so we, we just had too many occurrences here and, and elsewhere of people wanting to, uh, handle the goods uh, Ooh, without consent. Yeah. Okay. No, it is not. And it, it just got to her. Um, it, you know, it happened here. It was particularly vulgar in Cincinnati. I, I'm not afraid to name, you know, I'm not going to name a person because I have no fucking idea who it was, (laughs) but, you know, Cincy was horrific for her. I mean, they were just, yeah, yeah, I mean, and for those of us, for those of you, you know, keeping score at home that don't really get where we're going, you know, my wife had this Maleficent costume, she is a, a, you know, a beautiful buxom redhead, and there are just some, you know, some guys out there who can't keep their fucking hands themselves, and so it sucks, you know, but... It, it 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 killed that spirit in her. She's still every bit as supportive of the team, but the cosplay element is is probably going to slide to a little bit more conservative, or at least you know less less tempting for those who have no no check on their impulses. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You know, I, I want my wife and my family to be, you know, uh, a part of this culture that we've all helped build and that the front office has you know, put the flag on the ground for and built these incredible teams around. We have something here that I'm, you know, I'm watching in real time as it unfolds as a family tradition. My children, you know, nine to two, that whole age spectrum. You know, we have stories and and experiences that are part of our family lore. I mean, we were there one time when Rory, so we have, you know, we have uh, Liam, who's nine, the twins, Lorcan and Declan, and Rory is the fourth born. And we were there one time when, you know, she got, the, the, the fellas were taking kicks, uh, warm-up kicks, you know, uh, on goal before the, well before the game. And then Rory takes a, a, an absolute fucking blast of a, of, of a sky ball that smacks the baby right there in her hip. Ooh. I mean, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those moments where it's like, holy shit, that's scary. You know, is the baby okay? She cried. because I mean, Jimmy was holding her and nursing her. Um, but you know, now we can laugh about it. And, and for Rory, it's particularly just kind of a, an extra way for her to connect with the team. It's like, you know, it'd be like if 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 I went and got beaned in the head by Dave Winfield, right? Going to you know, going to a, a, a Yankees game or an A's game. So you know, it's 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 there. And this is really so important for us. I'm I'm just so proud to be a part of it. You know, um, so proud to you know to actually. Yes, I know the running gag is it was a Soviet-style election because I was one candidate out of one. You know, but uh, I really am proud for the opportunity, you know, to continue the good work, um, you know, that our previous leaders have done, Um, and you know, just guys, if if you'll indulge me for a minute to stump for a sec, and I I just want to say a couple things real quick as the new leader of the the, the Coopers um and we're out of time I'm just <laughs> <laughs> smart man smart man <laughs> it's like one of those 70s 80s shows we'll be right back and the screen freezes right <laughs> <laughs> that's right I just I just want to say you know I, I did lay it all out pretty clearly um on Twitter but for those who may not even be on Twitter Listening to this, or, or, or very easily could have missed it. Um, I, you know, I, I just want to say that you know my priorities for this this season and beyond, you know, for my 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 term, my whole term, is I, I'm summing it up as the three seats, right? You know, so the focus for me, and I hope for you guys, all of you, um, is going to be you know the first seat is club. Obviously, we you know we we bring the game day experience. Cooper's always have. You know, I don't want to short sell any other SG, obviously, but in terms of you know the smoke and the tifos, that that bit, you know, the the capos, the drums that have come out of that. I mean, just uh, so much of this incredible game day experience and atmosphere that brings people to the game, not just to see the great product on the pitch, so to speak, but to be a part of it. You know, that's that's a big, that's one of my three, you know, focuses or. or Matt will correct me if I don't say it right. Foci. but uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we just get to the, thir- the third C? Because I've been, I guess I was talking way too much. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. So the second C is community, and I know we don't want to get too deep into the politics. And I'm fine. You know, I, I agree. I understand. But you know, I, I don't want to ignore the elephant in the room either because this has caused a lot of you know turmoil. Uh, with a lot of our members, but, you know, my my way of kind of planting the marker in how we want to be active is to look, and I think we should have done this maybe all along, and that's my opinion, but let's look inside the Louisville community. You know, that's, that's, that's the body that our pulsing soccer heart is nested in. You know, those issues that are important to our community, I'm not saying that issues that have nothing to do with Louisville but are important to America aren't important. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is maybe they're not important for our game day experience or the, you know, the outreach that we do, because we all have limited time, we all have limited budget, we're all volunteers. I'm not getting paid. You know, I I think Matt gets paid in cigars, but that's probably about it. Oh, and beard oil, beard oil for Glenn. Um, we don't it's actually pay for this. It is. I, I can. I can agree as a as a, a bearded fella, as, or as I like to say, an unshorn man. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we don't need. To, we're not going to boil the ocean tomorrow. We're not going to solve every single societal issue, and nor should we. That's not what we're. You know, that that we're. I mean, we're. That's not what we're here to do. But we can't. You know, sorry, my son's trying to throw a cupcake at me. Um, You know, but by the same token, soccer is inherently political everywhere in the world. And we can't ignore the community that we're a part of. And I think that to credit, you know, to our credit, for instance, I'll give one example on this and I'll move on. But, you know, one of the things is that I was I was very happy to see is when we built the new stadium. Right. There was an issue with the displacement of the, the homeless community that was occupying that space and and. Louisville City's front office stepped up and took care of that situation too. You know, that's important because if that isn't important to us, it's not always going to be communicated to the front office that, hey, you know, we care about, you know, the, the, the situations and things that arise with this club that we support. And I think they did right by, by that situation. I'm very proud of how that came out. So we get to have, you know, this incredible stadium for what ultimately is our entertainment but we do it in a, in a societally and socially responsible way. That's that, you know, that to me is the ultimate win when you get both. And that's, that's very important, you know? So, uh, that's the second C community that we take care of Louisville and like Louisville take care of us. And the third C is culture. And I, I, that's the one I hit on Ty right at the beginning because it was, you know, kind of came up a little bit, but you know, we have, you know, here I am sitting on Barrel Proof talking about this. And I, you know, I used to do um, uh, the, the Final Judgment over with the Ultras. And I'm still technically an Ultra because there's no membership for the Ultras. And I'm still a heretic because there's no membership of the Heretics. I'm part of the Purple Family. And that's been my Ultra, you know, my background to this. And yes, from the outset, I was, you know, a Cooper on day one and part of the board. So I've, you know, I've had experience from all over the... You know the different groups that comprise the, the game day experience. The Rick House. Now we have. You know, you go in a few years. Look what we have now. We have Scouse's houses has really bloomed and blossomed. We got you know these great groups going on. We have multiple pod, multiple podcasts. We have people writing different articles. Overall, if you don't see it through the if we take away the lens of a specific supporters group. And I've said this all along for five years. I've hammered this point home. We have the best supporter culture in the country on any league, full stop. Firmly believe that. Firmly believe that. We have just an incredible fan base, super passionate about what we're doing. Racing is only going to magnify that because all you have to do is look and see how much that, you know, adding that dynamic has energized, you know, our energized the fan base. And a lot of people who, you know, may have been. Sh- sh- know fans of louisville city but really connect on a deeper level for any number of reasons to racing so to me you know we are the largest supporters group that gives us a terrific platform to really celebrate the entirety of you know the louisville city and and you know racing you know the whole soccer experience in the city so that that's my little political speech, but, you know, because, and I appreciate you guys having me on tonight because this was kind of a introduce the new guy. You know, I, I definitely wanted to have, you know, a a, a, a almost interminable 300-second monologue on, uh, you know, where I stand and what I'm about. That was, that was almost Jordan-esque. I don't know. If <laughs> Gray pockets, man. Gray pockets suck. There you go. no.
0: Jay, yeah. you're never gonna be the new guy. You're like an OG.
2: I really do. Um, I think it's it's always been for me, Purple Family, whether it's my City Dad section or the Coopers or the Sheepspin or the Scouses House or the Heretics or, or whoever, we're we're all one big family and we need to we need to keep all the little quirks of our little uh, you know, groups, you know, together as one, but also really foster everyone's individuality and and the lady the little city ladies don't want to forget anybody but it's just we do have a great a great great culture and and, and I, um, I I'm praying for you man you're uh, you're taking on a lot. it's a big job. I'm sure Glenn's told you, but I wish you the best and I, and like I say I, I, I told you before I really appreciate you you stepping up. At, at a time when it seems like the Coopers really need some strong leadership. Um, and uh, the whole Purple Family does as well, as we as we embark on this, on this uh, new adventure, both at Wynn Family Stadium and for racing. Uh, yeah. Because I think, yeah, racing is an absolute game changer for us in Mobile. I mean, we, it, it's the best women's league in the world. It's, it's unbelievable that we're gonna have a team here. I mean, you just look at the reception that racing has had nationwide it's unbelievable um it i I just at a loss for words about what i think it means for soccer in louisville and it should elevate the men's team as well just on a national stage not that we already aren't there with our history but it It's just uh, a really, really important time for us to to come together and make this happen, and um, cheers. We're going to do it.
1: And just to head on to that a little bit, I mean, with racing as well, now we're not just a local supporters group. The Louisville community is going to be the hub of our entire regional uh, supporters base. Yeah. Whether the the ladies are stepping up already, and then we've got – I don't know if it's going to be the Alliance or the Lavender Legion that's going to be the new everybody fan base, but they're fan
3: supporters groups. But it's it's an exciting time. Well, you know, I, I have to say that, uh, you know, Glenn has given me a lot of really good guidance. Um, and it, the guidance he's given me kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, the old story about you know, one leader transfers power to the other leader um, and says, you know, in, in whenever you get into trouble, open up the left drawer of the desk and pick out the top letter so leader gets into trouble you know opens up the uh the drawer pulls it out and says you know blame the media so he blames the media the problem goes away problem solved you know the leader leads a little bit longer there's another crisis opens up that drawer pulls it in and says you know blame the other people so he goes out and blames everybody else crisis averted no problem a few months later, there's another big crisis. Goes and opens a drawer, pulls out the letter, and reads, "Write three letters." So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope I haven't, I haven't, hit, I haven't used my first letter yet, which is, you know, blame the front <laughs> office when suggested. He, he also gave me very precise instructions. On, the, on how to make a cyanide, you know? so I think I'm going to be okay. I don't <laughs> think I'm have to worry about that. But len has been great. You know, everyone's been terrific. Um, but I also want to make you know, for those of you listening, you know, if if you're listening to us talk right now, that puts you in a, you know a, a group as amongst the most engaged members of the you know the fan base. Because I'm not saying this in the first five minutes of the podcast before I completely crap the whole thing out. And you wanted to hear these great guys talk. And you got to listen to me instead. You've made it all the way through my monologue, and you're still listening. So, congratulations, all three of you. But um, you know, we have eight listeners. Eight. We eight. Well, only three. Especially towards the deep, the deep tracks at the end.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I put the other five to sleep. But you know, I to show you this. You know, if you're listening to this and you want to get involved, if you want to increase your involvement in the amazing Louisville City fan experience. The incredible you know, organization that we have here as the Coopers. Um, I would implore you, reach out to the you know, Lou Coopers on uh, Twitter. I am at, at 77 underscore dread, D-R-E-D-D. My DMs are always open. I am always happy to hear you know thoughts and ideas and feedback. Uh, my email, jkirkman, Kirkman, at gmail.com. I haven't got Cooper's one yet, so we'll go to the Gmail one. Um, but, you know, if, if you have an interest in stepping up, and that could be just a couple hours a month. You know, I mean, I'm a parent of five. I get it. Um, you know, Ty, Ty's got his hands full. Um, and Glenn's got 38 cats. That's <laughs> a lot of effort, you know, to eat he, stupid cat boxes every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if, 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 you, if you want to step up and be a part of this, and there's a lot about this that can help you also... In, you know, your everyday life, I mean, learning how to work with the committee, learning how to take on an initiative and get things done, or just getting out, rolling up your sleeves, moving some heavy objects like the, you know, the, the, the barrels. There's, there's tons of opportunity for every person who wants, who says that I want to give you, you know, the gift of my treasure or time. I am all ears. All of us are. Reach out to any of us on the... Coopers board, or the ones that are part of the, you know, the engaged group of the, you know, the Coopers, um, like the fine gentlemen that uh, you know I'm talking to. Um, we are all here for you, and ultimately, it's not about us. You know, I mean, Glenn did ask for a a tifo of his head, you know, to be rolled out for the first, you know, for for a game this year, and we're working on it. I, they, we ran out of orange. But um, <laughs> We have totally exhausted the regional stock, but we're working on it. But we would love to hear from you. Thank you for all the things that you know, you guys listening to this, and all three of you guys too. You know, have done for this amazing, incredible culture we're blessed to have. I can't wait to, you know, to to. to I've already gotten started, so I'm, I'm. not even gonna say I can't wait to get started. I already have. Uh, but I can't wait to keep this going. We've got something amazing.
0: So. I'm gonna geek out for a little bit. I I'm just excited that I get to do a podcast with Jay, right? Because that was Jordan and Jay, the, the the ultras, like that was what got me deeper into everything and made me become really a a true supporter, right? Like I started out, I joined the Coopers day one, but when you guys started recording your podcast, I listened to that and I, I started getting more involved with things, and it inspired the start of the tailgate and I mean all the things that like led to where I am today, a lot of that came from listening to you and Jordan talk about the team and and energizing me, I think, and then I got deeper in the rabbit hole and started listening to 32 podcasts about Louisville City at some point, but it was just amazing, like, I don't know, I I really appreciate that, and I think that you really, uh, you've really influenced the culture too, Jay, like, I think there are a lot of things I look at that we do, and I think that they're inspired by some of the things, I mean, the vest with the skulls on it, I mean... There's a reason why I wear a battle vest. I mean, right? Yes,
3: there's a lot of those now, and they look terrific. You guys are, you know, I love it. Absolutely love it. (laughs) It's a. I I would like
2: to see. I mean, I listened to all the final judgments, but I think at the time I was ready to throw my phone out the window (laughs) trying to. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Pulling my hair, I want, want to respond on half of us stuff. <laughs> oh gosh! But that's that's part of what's good about 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 all of this, and I think it. You know, I think it, there couldn't there's not a better person to to bring us all together as a purple family than, than someone who is not necessarily in been a, a Cooper through and through all along, but has been, but, but has had some different perspective. And as much as I wanted to pull my hair out, uh, as we know, the final judgment was, uh, was very, very astute on, on, on very, on, on several important matters over the years that, uh, that proved to be, uh, problems or, 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 or things that needed to be discussed. And, and so it was a voice that I definitely respect and was was important to the development of, of where we're at now. So I would echo that, Glenn. Mm-hmm. That's That's and I just
1: missed, easy. I just missed, sorry, I just no, missed please. the
3: rat updates personally.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't worry, we still have the raties. And uh, you know they're 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 not going anywhere. And as we have more accidental litters, we can start doing some. You know, we can start we can start doing some Cooper giveaways. And just like you know, you remember you, you guys remember the publishers clearinghouse commercials we would see, in the you know the eighties and maybe nineties people walking up the camera, shaky camera, you know, before reality TV was a thing. And it's like knock on the door with this giant check. Coop. Cooper, we could just deliver football raddies. I mean, the way, the, maybe, you know, maybe I'm off on here a little bit, but I, I think the concept at least needs some fleshing out. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll use our next three board meetings to kind of, you know, <laughs> get to the bottom of it. Well, here, here's my pitch. I mean, we're we're a really welcoming community, and,
1: we've, you know, we do lots for, yep. uh, for the uh, visiting fans. We don't do much for the visiting team. So maybe we could do a rat mm-hmm. giveaway for the visiting team, just kind of have several of them drop off in the locker room, and they can just... Be surprised by our greeting of rats.
3: That's not a bad idea. You know, it, and here's Let's the other thing. On the phone. Let's do that. You <laughs> know, if, you, if, you throw a, if you throw a rat on a field, unlike a hot dog, it can come off the field. In that case, you're free and clear. You didn't, you know, it didn't yeah. really happen. <laughs>
1: uh, <The> Louisville <laughs> Coopers do not advocate the throwing
3: of rats or any other animal.
0: <laughs>
3: Louisville Coopers, sponsored by People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. <laughs> but that's true. No, I've never thrown a rat. but no. you know, <laughs> just for the avoidance of doubt, I love my rats. We I mean, we are are huge into taking care of our, our rodent friends. They're not pets; they're friends. They live their three years of life with us. But um, I still like the uh, Publishers clearing house Cooper <laughs> rat idea. We'll come back to I like it. it. We'll come back to it. I like it.
0: Well. We're getting into an hour and a half territory, which uh, which is why we broke off the two shows, but it's really good to, I think, talk to everybody. Um, anybody got any parting thoughts for us?
2: No, just that I'm really happy to be back and to hear you guys, and I miss I miss everybody. Um, and uh, I really appreciate all the putlers that would listen to this, and uh, hopefully I'll be back uh, as much as I can, and we can get... Uh, City, City Sunday going back again as well. Heck yeah! A review show. I heard you guys. You guys made it to City Monday this week, didn't you, Glenn? Or yeah, we uh, did it on Monday. Okay, so hopefully we'll get we'll get that powered back up as well because I, I really enjoy the the review show and um, a really soccer you know focused review of the game and hopefully I can get back into that as well and I miss everybody and miss being on the podcast so. so. We're
0: That's glad you're I'll back.
2: And parting and go purple of course go purple always
0: so where can everybody find you on the uh, Twitters Ty
2: well I don't really do anything on Twitter is a thing <laughs>
3: Tyson Smith but with Tyson with an E but I just have he, like he's a... more of an Instagram guy with his lunches and dinners <laughs> well I don't really I,
2: I'm one of these I get on there and kind of scroll and stalk but I don't I'm not real active, but I need to do better about that. Probably. But. Matt, where? Can, but of course, you can always you can always message me. I mean, I'll respond to the if, if anybody has any barrel proof uh, or city or you know related, I'm I'm there. Just text me or DM me. You know.
0: Matt, where can everybody find you?
1: Uh, at loose City Sitting on Twitter, uh, sweating over a
3: drum at the games, and various other places throughout the week.
0: Jay, where can everybody find you?
3: Uh, best way, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll reiterate it. Why not seventy seven underscore red, um That's the number one best place to reach me. I'm I'm fairly uh, Twitter active, so I'm there. Yeah, I'm there daily. But yeah, my, my family hasn't quite stage intervention yet, because I know it's coming.
0: Here. Man, I really want Jay to say uh, to get Jordan to come on and say this has been barrel proof like. <laughs>
1: Well, don't forget you, Glenn. Where can
0: we find you? Uh, yeah. you, you you can you can find me on Facebook. I, I took a little break from Twitter. Maybe I'll come back. But you can find uh, at BarrelProofFC. You can find BarrelProof there. Ask us questions. We need to get back to that. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah.
3: In a crazy time, the more normal we can create, the better. So, yeah, we need to get back to Ask BarrelProof. Heck, yeah. Amen. And thanks, guys, for having me on as a guest. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thanks for coming on. Good to see you in here, everybody. Sure. And uh, I'll see some of you Saturday. Uh, hopefully, all of you Saturday, maybe.
1: That'd
0: be nice. <laughs> Come on, city. Oh, yeah. that works. <laughs> Come on, city. Come on, city. Oh. Good night,
1: everybody. Good night. <laughs>